This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi and welcome to Health Check. I'm Joyce Teo. I'm a senior health correspondent with The Straits Times. In this last episode of the year, we will look at how a little exercise can help fire up your aging brain. And maybe it'll be enough for you to start planning a new exercise routine for 2022. So my special guest today is Professor Andre Meyer, the co-director of the National University Health Systems Center for Healthy Longevity. She's also the Unchu Singh Professor in Medicine and Functional Aging. Hi, Prof Meyer. Thanks for joining us on Health Check today. Thanks for having me. Right. So today we're going to talk about exercise. We all know that exercise keeps us healthy, but of course, not everyone bothers to exercise, right? So you're the expert in aging. Can you um, give us more reasons to exercise and specifically what do your latest studies on how exercise can slow aging show? Yeah, thank you for this wonderful question. So exercise is very important and uh, because we need to maintain our muscle and 80% of our body is actually muscle mass and it's the biggest organ and muscle is very important again for other organ systems which makes us healthier so if we are exercising and we're maintaining a high physical activity level then our muscles are more happy and there was all other organ systems your latest study on how taking more steps help with that right can you tell us more about this yes we um, looked at all the evidence all the literature worldwide. And uh, what we asked ourselves is how many steps should you actually take to have benefit, health benefits? And what we found is that there is a very strong association of physical activity, and there was muscle health, with lots of outcome parameters. And I will tell you a couple of them. For example, if somebody takes more steps, the likelihood that that person is going to die is much lower. Also, we found that if somebody is taking thousand more steps, that the likelihood of frailty, for example, is 44% lower. And also the chance of falling and fractures is lower. And the chance if somebody is moving more, for example, 1000 steps more per day, then the muscle strength is, uh, is much higher. And why is muscle strength very important? Because, of course, we have to move our human body to, from A to B, and um, therewith we can move around. So this is very important. But most excitingly, we also were able to show that if somebody takes more steps a day, the cognition watch must, was much better. So the cognition is very important for daily activities that you know what to do and you can memorize things. And it's very exciting that we now also have evidence that we show that physical activity and exercise is associated with better cognition. Right. So can you actually prevent memory loss, improve thinking skills? Yes, that's of course a very good, good question. So what we know is that if you have um, more physical activity, then it's more likely that cognition is better. But there are also studies showing, which are very exciting, that um, actually uh, it can be a prevention of cognitive decline, which means your memory will be better. And if uh, people already have a little bit of memory loss and they are exercising, then the cognition will be a little bit better. So it seems to be a very potent uh, a little bit of medication, a very good intervention to keep your brain healthy. Right. So, 
Prof, what exactly happens in the brain for this to happen? Yes, that's of course um, the magic uh, question. We know that muscle is very important and everything what the muscle is doing um, to keep the, the brain healthy. And um, what's happening there is the muscle is producing a couple of uh, substances which are then uh, being released to the blood and uh, going to the brain and then really uh, making that the brain cells, they are going to be to be healthier um, in diseases like dementia and dementia is very prevalent in older individuals. Um, there is lots of uh, cell deaths in the brains of individuals with dementia. And what we were finding is that there are quite nice substances being released by the muscle if the muscle is activated, for example, by, while exercising, which then prevent um, cell deaths and uh, cell loss in, uh, in the brain, for example. So it makes it a little bit uh, more healthier and prevents the aging process. I see. So how does this, I, I think you've spoken about, you know, using drugs to prevent aging as well, right? You know, how close are we to that? Yeah, not very close yet. I am an internal medicine specialist, so I am uh, working in the clinic with lots of individuals who suffer, unfortunately, of um, memory loss and cognitive uh, decline. And in the past 10 to 20 years, we were not able to find a very potent drug to really either cure or prevent uh, dementia unfortunately. Um, so therewith, it's also very nice that lots of studies are showing that lifestyle is really important to prevent age-related cognitive decline and possibly uh, also dementia uh, in the end. So we already know that every step you take will lower the risk already of cognitive decline and dementia. So I don't think that we have to wait until we have a very potent medication, a drug, but we can already apply a good lifestyle to prevent decline of our brain function, which is, of course, quite nice because it's available right now. Right. And you mentioned um, every step can help to prevent that. What about people who are already, you know, they're already living with uh, dementia? Yeah, we, we know that every additional step will already help in maintaining the body function, which means that the body will in the end be healthier because uh, physical activity has such benefits for not only the brain, but also for the heart and for the lungs and for the bones, for example. And all these organs interact and they all stimulate the brain to function better. So even if somebody is suffering already of a little bit of cognitive impairment, it's very important to maintain physical activity and to reduce sedentary behavior. So that's very important at every stage of life. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Now back to my conversation with Professor Andrea Mayer, the co-director of the Center for Healthy Longevity at the National University Health Systems. So Prof, is there a minimum exercise duration? Like how long do we need to exercise in order to see the benefits that you mentioned earlier? 
um, how many steps should you take? I think it's the question. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that answer is quite, uh, quite easy because we all know that the World Health Organization, the WHO, advises to take 10,000 steps. But yes, for me, as a little bit a younger individual, it's possible to do the 10,000 steps, but this might not be uh, possible for everybody. And that's also so nice that we showed in our uh, Lancet Healthy uh, Longevity publication that every step you additionally do counts and helps to maintain your body and the brain. So it's not that you have to per se, if it's not possible to take 10,000 steps, but every additional step you take and you say, okay, today, 100 more steps, tomorrow, 200 more steps. And then maintaining that, that helps. I see. Is there a minimum? Like, you know, if you, okay, so for instance, if somebody just does maybe 80 steps, of course, that's better than not doing anything, right? But <laughs> yes, will there be a benefit? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit like, like negotiation. That's <laughs> <laughs> very important. More steps. That's very important. And I think um, if you are integrating more steps or more physical activity into daily life, then also it makes it much more easier to maintain that physical activity. I did another study in Europe where we ask individuals to do silly walks um, during the normal life to really uh, make uh, the daily life more attractive to integrate physical activity. So doing squats, doing lunches, more more steps integrated into the daily life, um, really with the aim to increase health and to delay the aging process and to delay the process of cognitive uh, decline. And that helped very well. So every movement you can do with your body is a beneficial movement for your entire body and for your brain. Right. Does the intensity of the exercise, you know, the exercises that you do matter? Yes, this is a very relevant uh, question. Um, yes and uh, no. So it's very important um, that we are gaining muscle mass. And muscle mass can be gained by muscle strength exercises. And we are gaining muscle mass if uh, we really exercise on a level that the muscle a little bit hurts because then we know, yes, the muscle was stimulated and muscle is going to grow. And you will see that, that really you gain more muscle mass and that you maybe even have to adapt your clothes. So it's very important to have a good amount of, of muscle mass and there was have resistance exercise training in your daily program um, of exercises. On the other hand side, we also need to train a little bit our cardiovascular fitness. So it's very important that the heart rate is going up every day a little bit and that if you're doing the steps, like really move a little bit faster, have a little bit faster walking speed that you really see and feel that the pulse frequency is going up, the heart rate is going up, and that you are a little bit exhausted of that walk. That's very important. So it is, yes, the muscle should be a little bit itchy. On the other hand side, yes, you should be a little bit exhausted of your physical activity. And that's important to really gain muscle health and therewith the health of your, your body. Right, interesting. 
So, uh, Prof, you know, now that we are in the COVID pandemic, right, does exercise help to, you know, fire up aged um, immune system to help the elderly people clear out the virus should they be infected? Absolutely. Um, it's a wonderful uh, organ, the muscle. So if we are moving more and we are keep moving, then also our muscles are healthier and the muscle will help the immune system to fight against infections. And um, if the body is in a state of health, then also the virus has less capability really to attack our body. And even if we would attract COVID, then we can fight against that virus infection more adequately. So it's very important. So the muscle is a wonderful organ, really uh, being in contact with the immune system also has immune cells to really fight against, um, for example, viruses, but also bacteria. And next to that, with the relation with the immune system, we also need the muscle in uh, in times where we cannot uh, eat uh, sufficiently. For example, if we are sick, um, and we eat less, and then we have reserve of the muscle, and we will lose a little bit of muscle mass uh, to have energy and to provide the body with energy. So there are two important functions of the muscle in times of, for example, a pandemic like we face now um, and facing COVID-19. It's Yes, it stimulates the immune system, making us stronger. On the other hand side, it's a little bit of reserve of energy. Oh, interesting. Good to know. So we will have to start exercising. Well, at least I have to. <laughs> so Prof, is there anything you want to add on this topic? I would really like to stimulate everybody. If you hear this and you said, hmm, I could do something more to really make my muscle more healthier. Please start integrating physical activity in your daily life. Really um, do not hesitate to have a little bit of pain in your muscles because this is a good sign because you will grow your muscle mass and it will help you to prevent diseases and it will help you if you attract a disease like COVID to recover much more quickly. And also very importantly, and that was the topic of this uh, this very nice conversation, you will help your uh, your brain aging more gracefully. Right. That's good to know. Thanks a lot for your time today, Prof. Thank you very much for having me. Well, that's a wrap for Health Check, a podcast series by The Straits Times. Don't forget to subscribe to us for free on your favourite smartphone apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts. Search for Straits Times Health Check, like us and give us a rating. Thank you for listening. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.